Die. 
Five, I hope. You're listening to the worldwide legend with a million dollars worth of hits from the Steve Nomer Hey Baby Studio. Hey baby, we're playing your song. Hi, this is Pam Stevens inviting you to join us each week for the Legend Country Club as we bring you three hours of classic country music. Join us this week as we go back to 1960. Well, I went to a turkey roast down the street. The people down there eating like wild geese. I'm on the way. I'm going back to Alabama. Please help me, I'm falling in love with you. On the wings of a snow white dove, he sent his pure sweet. Tune in to the Legend Country Club Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern right here on the home of forgotten favorites, the Worldwide Legend. Next time on Studio 39. Depending on where you watch something, audio descriptions can be wildly inconsistent. And sometimes they can even go completely off the rails. In recent years, audio description has become available on more platforms than ever. And as blind and low vision audiences hear more of these descriptions, they're learning what works and what doesn't. We will learn about the advancements in audio description and where we are headed on the next edition of Studio 39. It's Monday, 7 Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, here on The Legend. How it came to be. It is unbelievable. You want to hear something crazy? Are you a Tanya Tucker fan? Tanya thought we were nuts. Cameras rolled as Brandy Carlisle and Shooter Jennings coaxed country legend Tanya Tucker back into the studio. The return of Tanya Tucker. Hear this special feature on Tanya Tucker on Studio 39 in the country. Friday, November 11th, 4 Eastern, 3 p.m. Central on The Legend. Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's the Tim Oni Show for two big hours right here on The Legend. Tim will let you know how you can request your favorite song. And during the second hour, Radio Tim counts down the top songs from this week in 1983. Don't miss it. The Tim Oni Show, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Worldwide Legend. Voice of the world, the sound with the beat, the sound that sets you tapping your feet. Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. The sound of the news, rhythm and blues. Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose. Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine. With radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 652. This is November the 2nd, 3rd, I'm sorry, 3rd, 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 20, I made that 22. mistake this morning. I was writing all kinds of stuff and I was writing yeah. the 2nd saying it. Oh, jeez. If you ever do something wrong, come on this show <laughs> or sports lines and... Yeah. And we'll, we'll make you feel good. Right, we'll right. Because yeah. <laughs> the talkers... 
there's the ones that make the most noise in between segments. The talkers will outduel you. Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, we're all here. We're all together. And we're glad to be here. We like giving them a hard time a little bit. But here we are. And Jeff, take it away because you got a lot to talk about. Well, thank you very much, Bill. And I want to welcome everyone who's listening to All Things Radio live and, of course, all who listen to it on the podcast as well. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. And then Bill Sparks has a nice feature on the Philadelphia Phillies and the radio announcer, Andy Musser. And I think you're going to enjoy that as well. My classic air check takes us to Los Angeles, California. And we're going to listen to a radio station you don't have a lot of air checks of. It's KDAYAM. On 1580 from 1970. I think this is around the Christmas time of the year. And the radio announcer is their all-night guy. But he certainly does a pretty good job of what he does. His name is B. Bailey Brown. Finally, we're going to listen to the end of radio station WNYL-FM in New York City. Not the end of the format, per se. But what they were doing just the day before they ended it. They were playing uh, every year a different hour from a different era in, in alternative rock. And the radio announcer you're going to hear is Brady. And that's what we got coming this week on All Things Radio Live. Well, we've got a lot coming, and thank you very much, Jeff. Bertie, I noticed you dropped in and dropped back out, but I think you're back in now. I and am. Uh, we had a little technical difficulty. Oh, that never happens here. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. That's why I knew I could the leaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It never happens here. Hey, something that no. never happens here in indie Radio News, WXNT was tied with WNDE. They went up from .01 in the ratings to now to .05. What right. are we wow, attributing? this is incredible. This is Everybody incredible. What, are what is the format of the station, <laughs> Bernie? What is the format of WXNT? They're sports. They're okay. CBS sports at that, and probably one oh, of Oh, that's the, yeah. 1430 then. Okay. Yeah, 1430, yeah. and... Probably, I'm suspecting they may have a lot of Notre Dame listeners in Butler basketball. Maybe the two things that drive the ratings up a tad in Butler basketball is just starting. But that's the only thing I can suspect, Bernie. Yeah. For those who care. Right, those who care. (laughs) I mean, but... Then, then, what does NDE have? They carry... Well, they don't have anything that helps them. They carry Fox Sports. They might as well have done what their HD station did and went to Bloomberg because I think they would have gotten more listeners on Bloomberg than they do Fox (laughs) Sports Radio. (laughs) To tell you the truth, because it's 24-7 Fox. There's no local programming. And then right in the middle of a sports show, They'll go away for an hour and a half with paid programming. I mean, I'm sorry. I oh, know this station. I, I listen to Bloomberg off and on. I like that format. I like but I'm not talking about Bloomberg. I'm talking about Fox Sports I know, Radio. I know, but I have that time agreeing with you. that yeah. I think it, yeah, that would make sense on 1260. Why not? I don't know why they don't. Yeah, really? I don't know why they don't. So there's really... Not too much else, Bernie. Do you have anything else in Indy? I said, if we don't know it, we oh, make yeah. it up. Oh, yeah, come on. I've, got, I've always got stuff. I'll okay. make it up if I don't have any. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. looks, it looks as though, uh, as far as the, the, the question always is, what's going to happen with uh, the studios that, that we've now gotten with Urban One and, and all that, because we're still in the Emmis building. 
uh, it looks like at some point we will be moving. We don't know where, but we'll all be moving in together at some point. And wow, we'll be a, one happy family. Uh. And um, that's when I'll probably quit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be around all those people. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't want to. I don't want to, I don't want to learn a, a lot of new crap. Really, I just yeah. Just like, well, I know where I am. I know how to get around. I know what absolutely. To do. <laughs> Right, and, and it's not like your paycheck depends upon it or your family or no, no, whatever. Right? Not, but, no. you know, and, and so you get that. The, at this point, yeah, at this, this point, point, it looks like they may actually come up with their own place for all of us. I don't know anything else about it at this point, but uh, I, I heard this at a party last weekend, and... Uh, yeah, you also, know. The person who said it was relatively sober. <laughs> yeah. What they're talking. Well, the person who said it seemed kind of sober. Okay, the then. That's not later, but he seemed like at the time. But at the same party, uh, I met a few of the uh, younger people uh, who work for uh, Urban One, and uh, actually, they work for Hank and and Sigmund and the Emmis family. But the younger people in radio do not know Paul Harvey. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, there were like three or four of these people they did not know who Paul Harvey was. Oh, well, look, uh, wow. that, that bodes a question really, for me. What, what made, what, did you did you bring up Paul Harvey? Were you guys talking about the old days of radio with news and commentary? We were actually, we, we, uh, we were talking about um, <laughs> uh, the guy who had the party, Sean Copeland, who does mornings for us as a program director. He had a, um, a Bluetooth speaker. And the Bluetooth speaker was a Bose. And he said, you know, oh, yeah. ever since the first time I heard Paul Harvey, uh, Bose is the only thing I get. That's it. Right. Bose way radio, Bose acoustic way. All, all I ever got was Bose. And and so <laughs> that kind of brought Paul Harvey up. Yeah. But none of the younger people there knew him at all. They all wonder why we say the rest of the story all the time. Right. You know, <laughs> well, weird. Uh, again, again. Uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not surprised because that kind of radio is gone. No. But, I mean, when I was a kid, my dad would tell me about, and Chris, I know you can relate to this, Quincy Ward Howe, Fulton oh, Lewis, I remember. Howe, yeah. uh, Fulton Howe. Lewis um, uh, yep. H.B. Carltonborn, um, Elmer, oh, Edward Almer, remember those names? Oh, Edward, Edward, and another one. I mean, it, yeah, Edward Old Thomas. Yep. And again, these people, was another one. I mean, it, yeah, Lowell you know, Thomas. Yep. And again, these people are are... are our, when I went to college at Syracuse University, we talked about this in the history of radio because no, we had a professor named uh, Dr. Ernest Andrews, and he drilled it into us about how radio started and what radio was like then. And of course, he decried or he was very upset about the way radio was going. This was back in '73 when I started there. Right. Yeah. But, but <laughs> again, again, his kind yeah. of radio wasn't my kind of radio. Okay. Right. But, no. but I knew about the radio because I had my parents who would tell me about it, and they would say, look, radio for us was your television because we had to learn to use our imaginations. Our imaginations weren't, weren't 26 inches. You know, about yeah. the length, the, I was yeah. very lucky because I started to follow the news in the mid-56, you know, 57. So I heard all those people, and, you know, it was... So when they talk about them, I know who they are and know their voices, and, and of course, there was, there's that Golden Age News Network to play. I heard a really good uh, Edward R. Murrow newscast from, like, June 30th, 1950. Uh, Two the other day. It was just like a straight newscast. It was amazing. All the stuff that was in there that I didn't know. And then you got like Alex Dreyer, man on the go. I mean, we could talk and yep. talk and talk all yeah. about this stuff. Well, we could. Well, you know, the thing about Paul Harvey, I always thought 
he would end up having a big, you know, kind of retirement uh, sort of, not party necessarily, but uh, a final, you know, cast and, and people would remember him. And But he just sort of, well, faded away and died. He wouldn't stop. <laughs> he, he didn't want to stop, and then he got sick. You know? I know. Well, the, oh, same yeah, thing yeah. With, the same thing with Lowell Thomas. Uh, his show is, and, and Chris can tell you this, was 15 minutes, and they cut it down to 10 minutes. And finally, yep. by the last day of his show, his newscast was only five minutes long at the end. And he it, did end up signing off on a specific day, you know, and did say it was his last show. I right. know it was 1976, and I did record it at the time. I don't have it anymore, but I did record it. And so he did say goodbye, and and all that but he was he's an amazing person that would be somebody if we can get any information on him or a biography on him because not only did he do the news and stuff but he traveled everywhere he did he was he was an amazing person did there are documentary films that he's narrated i mean he's talked about being in alaska and going who would want to go to alaska but he would he was in alaska he was all over the world i mean that, that was yep. just uh, interesting well, how about if we? I don't do. I my news is not. I'm no Paul Harvey. I'm no Fulton Lewis. I'm no George Good Hamilton day. Combs. <laughs> yeah. I'm neither one of these of these people. But uh, maybe we should get some radio news. All but right. you're an award winner, and none yeah. of the rest of us can say that. Bernie and I can say we've got the best news we've made up. But you <laughs> the rest of the story. That's right. Right. And, and you know, Billy, for, for my award, you could give me that little red cup, right? You know, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. But anyway, an autographed copy of Kristen's new book. Maybe I'll get that. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) that's called How to Live with Jeff. So anyway, and I live and die by the big C (laughs) card. All right. Well, we're having enough fun. Let's get started with Jeff's award-winning news. And next week, we'll be back with more indie radio news nobody cares about. That's right. I do. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. See, Mike. Yeah. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Major radio groups are beginning to report their third quarter revenue results. It's that time of the year when major radio personalities announce their retirement. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and begin our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and major radio groups are beginning to report their third quarter revenue results. In the case of Cumulus, their revenue is down 2%. Mary Berner, CEO of the company, took a positive approach to the revenue loss. She said that local revenue did better than national revenue, and digital revenue was up 5%. In the case of Sirius Satellite Radio, their revenue was up 4% to $2.28 billion. And Sirius has a subscriber roster of 32.2 million self-paid subscribers. In other news, it seems as though this is the time of year when radio announcers announce their retirement from the radio business. In the case of New York City, two high-profile individuals have announced their retirement. They are Scott Shannon and Patty Steele. Scott Shannon came to WCBS-FM in 2014 after working at WPLJ-FM for many years. However, in 1983, Scott Shannon began his radio career in New York City as program director for radio station WHCZ-FM. He took that radio station from worst to first in less than 74 days. Then in 1989, he left New York City and moved to Los Angeles, California to start KQLZ-FM Pirate Radio. Although that wasn't very successful, he ended up leaving Pirate Radio and moving back to New York City, working at radio station WPLJ-FM from 1991 till 2014. 
Yes, Scott Shannon has had a long career in radio, working in New York City, Tampa, Florida, Washington, D.C., Nashville, Tennessee, and other radio markets. He began the concept of the Morning Zoo at radio station WRBQ-FM with Cleveland Wheeler, and we played a their check of that in a previous All Things Radio live broadcast. What's next for Scott Shannon? He says he's not getting out of radio, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast as well. Now let's move to San Diego, California, where another group of individuals has decided to retire from the radio business as well. This will all happen in December with the DSC Morning Show saying so long to KGB-FM. KGB-FM is owned and operated by iHeartMedia, and the Morning Show, hosted by Dave Rickards, and Cookie Chainsaw Randolph is coming to an end. They both have decided to retire from the radio business. However, Dave Rickards will continue working at the radio station as an ambassador, and he'll be working on special projects. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. After 22 years, the Chicago Bears have decided to leave their home at radio station WBBM AM. WBBM AM is owned and operated by Odyssey. In the 2023 football season, the Bears will be heard on radio station WMVP AM 1000, owned and operated by Good Karma Broadcasting. Now let's move to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where Odyssey will be making changes at radio station WIP AM with the retirement of Angela Cataldi at the end of this year's football season. When that happens, a new morning show will air on this radio station, hosted by Joe DiCamara and John Ritchie, who currently host middays at radio station WIP AM. As yet, new midday hosts have not been announced for the radio station, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Ho, ho, ho! It's that time of the year when radio stations bring on the Christmas music. Some of the Christmas music is a precursor to a new format, and some of the Christmas music is just done for the holiday season. In Chicago, Illinois, radio station WLITFM has turned on the Christmas music. In Greensboro, North Carolina, radio station WMAGFM has also turned on the Christmas music. In Youngstown, Ohio, radio station WWIZFM has also turned on the Christmas music. And in Bend, Oregon, radio station KWPK has also turned on the holiday music as well. However, in York, Pennsylvania, radio station WNUU has dropped its top 40 format in favor of Christmas music. And according to reliable sources, this is the precursor to a new format coming after the holidays. In other news, Odyssey has made changes to the radio landscape at radio station WQMTFM in Denver, Colorado. The radio station is going to be adding a new morning host. His name is Ian Canfield, who currently does mornings at radio station KBZTFM in San Diego, California. He does middays at radio station WDZHFM in Detroit, Michigan, and KVILFM in Dallas, Texas. KQMTFM programs a classic rock format, and all the radio stations mentioned here are owned and operated by Odyssey. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one-ranked radio station is WBLS-FM with an urban and local temporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in New York City is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Los Angeles, California, things are status quo with the number one, two, and three-ranked radio stations. The number one-ranked radio station is KOST-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KRTH-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California is KBIG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one-ranked radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. The number two-ranked radio station is WLIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WVAZ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In San Francisco, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. The number two-ranked radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in San Francisco, California is KQED-FM 
with a news talk format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KLNO-FM with a Mexican regional format. The number two ranked radio station is KZPS-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Dallas, Texas is WBAP-AM with a news talk format. In Houston, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KKHH-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Houston, Texas is KJLK-FM with a classic rock format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one ranked radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WABE-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WAMJ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WMMR-FM with a rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WIPFM with an all-sports format. Out of Long Island, the number one ranked radio station is WBAB-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQ-FM, also programming a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out of Long Island is WHTZ-FM with a pop CHR format. In Riverside, California, the number one ranked radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KFRG-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Riverside, California is KSGN-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, out in New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one ranked radio station is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is WKXW-FM with a talk personality format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen October personal people meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by Indeed, Zip Recruiter, Lowe's Home Improvement Centers, and the Center for Disease Control. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or, you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem, Bill. No problem. We do have one hand raised, and I'd like you to un- unmute yourself. Lionel, can you do that? And we'll get to your question or whatever you'd like, whatever you'd like to talk about. Yeah, there speaking you of uh, KCBS, I just want to let everybody know, uh, John Evans, he's been doing oh, news overnight for the past 13 years. He did his last broadcast uh, Thursday night into Friday morning of last week. Uh, so he's going to, apparently what he said was he's going to do some work, uh, anchor work, for a little while on KQED, the public station out there, for a little while, if, if need, when it needed. But yeah, he made his last on-air night shift at uh, uh, 7:40 uh, the other night. So, he's been in radio for 50 years. So yeah, he deserves a retirement. Well, the thing is, uh, it, it is it is becoming uh, obvious that at, at this point, and if I were 74 years old, like Scott Shannon, and he said, and, and I had this last, and I didn't have a chance to get it to Bill because I just got it today of his last speech talking about his retirement, and we'll try to get that in next week. He said, you know, I've been in this business for a long time, and at 74 years old, he says, I really don't want to wake up at, uh, at 3 in the morning anymore to get into work. Right. And I, I, I don't right. I don't blame him. I mean, I think if I were 74, I wouldn't want to do that either. But I think I think, I, I think we also have to look at, the, at, at between the lines. Um, and I'm not saying that, that Odyssey is going to go out of business. 
That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that the economy of radio is certainly changing. And if I were in radio and I knew I was being paid top pay and the, and I knew my station was looking to save money and I had the amount of years that Scott Shannon had in with the amount of years that the group in Los, in San Diego had in, I think I might retire as well. I think I think I, sometimes, you know, and I knew it when I was working for a, uh, the state of New York. I knew you, somehow, you know, and Bernie, I know you can relate to this. You know, when... When, when it's time to go, it's time to go. And, and somehow you don't yeah. need to be told. You, you, you know that it's that time of, the, of, of, of life when it's, it's time to move on. And so I believe... Now, having, having said that, though, uh, the fact is most radio stations cut from the bottom up. They, they don't usually start at the top. I, uh, I've never understood that. But, you know, our stations here, I mean, really, if, if they're starting to cut costs, you know, you'll see a whole bunch of people who let go. But they're not the top people. Well, I think in the weird. case of Scott Shannon, and, and, and reading about him, like he left <clears throat> HDZ when it was at the top of the ratings, and he knew that there was a new owners coming in, and he and he I saw that, that the writing on the wall, and, the, and he just knew to go. When uh, when it was 2014, and uh, Cumulus was going to get rid of PLJ, and he, they they didn't want to pay him, they didn't that Scott and Todd Pettengill weren't getting along. I mean, it was, it was um, he knew it was time to move on, and he's always found a way to to know when the time it is to move on. People would rather jump sure. than be pushed. Let's put it and that I think, way. I think yeah. from his from his point of view, he would rather say it's time to move on and and leave on an up note than than be out the door without even any notice and not being able to say goodbye or anything like that. So, and he's doing his final show on December sixteenth, and it's yep. uh, it's a charity that they do live for uh, uh, Blythedale Children's Hospital. I believe that's out in New Jersey. So it, it's an upbeat when he when he does leave WCBS FM. The only thing is we don't know who will replace him. Yeah, for the ratings, I thought it was interesting. I don't remember WBAP being in the mix in Dallas being that high. It's been a long time, uh, Chris. We, yeah, the last they're time I, not that high. The last they're time we saw that, the yeah, the last time we saw that was a few years ago. It's been a long time since that happened. And again, as Bernie and I have talked about it, we've talked about it over and over again. And you could say the same thing about the diaries as well. But we don't know where they're sampling and where those right. personal people meters are. And depending on where they are, depends on. Sometimes it depends on the listeners that they are monitoring those meters. So yeah. we really don't know. Charles, can you unmute yourself? You have your hand raised. Go ahead, Charles. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Now, regarding Paul Harvey, there's a there's a library that has a book in Braille about uh, Paul Harvey, and I'll give you the phone number. No, don't give the phone. Just give me the name of the book. Just give the name of the book. Oh, I don't remember the name of the book, but I know the name of the library um, where I borrowed it from. Well, everybody's uh, got a regional library, so they could probably get it from the. Is it? it was, was it on like Bard? No, no. This was the. This wasn't the Library of Congress. This was the the uh, library in, in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, but I'm That's sure that if you go to your regular library, it's an audio book, and I'm sure if you look up. Paul Harvey in the reference section yeah. of those libraries, you'll find the name of the, yeah. uh, where to get it, Charles. Right. Well, that, that's true too. But I remember when when, when his uh, wife died, that really that helped uh, hasten his death. For nothing meant because he, you know, they were really in love, and he probably died of broken heart syndrome. Right. Well, I don't know that that's that's necessarily true. She he did live a few years after she passed away. It wasn't as if she died. Right. Was it? Wasn't that long though? That wasn't yeah. that wrong. All right. Thank you, Charles. You are. 
And the other thing that I thought was interesting was Atlanta. They seem to have a whole jumble of no WSB in there, and they had another new star station. Uh, That was all different. I believe we have our buddy uh, Dick out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken. Go ahead, unmute yourself, Dick. I think you're there. Go ahead. Well, okay, we'll we'll move on at some point here, but uh, so um, can we talk Christmas music? Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, go ahead. You know, okay, I'll, I'll keep. Not yet, Bernie. I know you're jumping at it, but these DJs, you know, they they, they got to talk. I understand that. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> and what's going on there, guys? You know, instead of you were unmuted, then you were muted. So. Uh, I want to talk about WMVP taking over the Bears. Yeah. Uh, it was my understanding that uh, BBM was losing money, uh, and that's why they didn't want them anymore. I'm glad they didn't go to FM, because being up here in Milwaukee, I wouldn't be able to hear them right. uh, on, the, on the radio. Um, MVP is not coming that well at night, though, up here, um, unfortunately. But the yep. Bears aren't very good. They won't be playing many night games. I don't have to worry for a few. Well, they'll have two or three. Everybody gets a couple. But the thing is that the, what happens is as the time goes on, the uh, the rights go up. And radio rights for football, you know, there are a lot of people who do turn down the sound and, you know, look, and they sync their TVs with the games. And, you know, they want a local call. People get mad at the national announcers. They always think they're for the other team and all this other stuff. So the radio rights for football, I think, are probably bring in a, a you know, the, the, the teams know this, and they really can go to the highest bidder, and, and that's kind of, and we had heard a rumor that they were going to go to uh, iHeart, but I guess that didn't, that must have fallen through. No, there was supposed to be an FM station that was in uh, running for it, but happily uh, the MVP got it. And they're going to keep the same announcers. Uh, oh, I good, reading good. That. All right, I know you're not happy, that. but that's okay. <laughs> We know about that. <laughs> yeah. Don't we? But uh, oh, Bill, I really enjoyed the Larry Mons, and that was that was really good last week. I, I yeah, I hope really you enjoy um, Andy Musser this week. Um, he's coming in. We had a little technical issue, and it's why we didn't do another part to Larry. But at least you're going to hear Andy this week, and I think you're going to be like that also. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta try to you gotta try to find Bob Prince. He was I really enjoyed him. I All right, he can oh, yeah. come up next. for many years. Yeah, so you request it, we're gonna play it. All right, thank All right. you, Dick. Uh, thank what a you. Guy. Thanks, guys. Take It'll care. be a lot better than Prince music, anyway. That's go, right. go ahead, uh, Bernie. We'll get to your what wouldn't be really okay. So um, when when uh, when Jeff was talking about the Christmas stations there, they want one of them. Obviously, the format change. Uh, one of them, though, is. The fact that many stations that do this really make a lot of money. You can't, yeah. believe, you can't believe the sales that come in for Christmas time. We're right? always number one during Christmas. And when we first started doing this, I just had a fit. I'm like, you guys, this is like going to a liquor store and saying, oh, we're not selling liquor anymore. We're selling dairy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I go to the station I always listen to. Oh, no, we're not playing your favorite songs anymore. We're playing Christmas music. And I just, for a lot of years, I had a kind of a hard time with that. I, I just needed the, to get that set. You know, the I, thing that used to happen here, you're right, Bernie, the thing that used to happen here for a while when Oldies 103 was doing Christmas music, and obviously they did well with it, and so was WROR, and they were the two Oldies stations. You know, ROR was a little more modern, but they weren't classic rock. They are more... You know, 70s, you know, this was, you know, we're talking 15 years ago. So we're talking, 
You know, you couldn't hear, dial around and hear, like, the Beatles for a month, you know, with uh, any Beatles yeah, songs. Because exactly. they were all playing Christmas, both playing Christmas music. Well, one thing about Christmas music, is, I don't mind when they play the Christmas music, but there are certain uh, companies that play, and they'll play the same 200 Christmas songs, or even less, yes. over and over and, and over and over. The reason for that over. is... That's because that's what gets the reading. That's right. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, Bernie. I agree. Um, yeah, and when I was living exactly in Syracuse, when I was living in Syracuse, I worked at, the, at a station and, and everyone, I, you know, I'm, I happen to be Jewish and I didn't, it didn't mind me where, and I got a lot of overtime working and uh, playing Christmas sure. music at that time. It was great. I made a ton of money. So I'm not complaining at but all. When, when someone competes with us uh, around Christmas, they're always thinking we need to go deeper into the library. And frankly, it does sound good, but it yeah. always sounds good if you if you like that stuff. If you want the the big Christmas hits, you know, we're the place you're going to go. Yeah, you know it's funny, and you talk to people who work in stores, and I've talked to people who work in stores at Christmas time, and yeah, every an hour and twenty minutes comes on rocking around the Christmas tree, you know, yeah. because they have they're on a loop and they hear the same stuff. Can you imagine being a waitress all from Thanksgiving to Christmas and having that? you know, hour and 40 minute loop. And you know that, uh, you know, well, it's eight ten now. So at nine 30, I'm going to hear rocking around the Christmas tree again. Well, there must be something to it because there must be something to it because 24 hours a day, seven days a week on channel 76, it's Sirius XM satellite radio. You can listen to Christmas music and it's very popular. Obviously they're doing it and and it works. There's another station. It's from Ireland. Oh, good. Here's another issue with the, the Christmas music. And, Last year, we were at a an appliance store, and my wife said, oh, you're listening to B105.7? Because they were playing Christmas music. And the guy goes, no, I love that station. That's what I listen to when I'm away from work. But when we're here, we have to play a station, you know, off of uh, Spotify uh, because we they, they play too many commercials. Yeah. So he, he plays too many commercials. Well, any station does. And yeah. that's the bread and butter of radio. It used to be, I had a t- yeah. professor, I was telling you about Ernest Andrews. Well, the radio belongs to the airwaves, belong to the, to the people. No, it, the Good airwaves luck. really don't belong to the people. Uh, the airwaves, <laughs> uh, the radio stations are supposed to serve the people, but they don't belong to the people. They belong to the people, no. the owners who run the radio stations, because because and a radio station's business is to make money. In order to make money, that's the only way they can exist. And and he said to me, "Oh, you you have the wrong idea of what radio is." But this guy was about ninety years well, old. The, and he was still teaching. So the, the worst thing about this is though, now with all those you know different places to go, there are options that you didn't have before. Right. That's that's you correct. Know. That's correct. There are a ton of options. But I have an option that that if we don't do, Bill is going to be in trouble with his wife, and he doesn't want to have that happen. Yeah, that's those call letter and format changes. You got that, Bill? I've got that going, Jeff. I we, got we it. We don't want you to be in trouble with Jenny, you know. You know, that she would be had the a... nuclear option she would use, yes. Right, and there was a problem this week with them. They were down. The website was down for a few days, but it came back yesterday, so... Good. They're good to go. They have to fix their website. Some of these things just don't update their websites. So, but some do. So, this one has, and Jennifer is here. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of November 3rd. KDLY FM 97.5, Lander, Wyoming. 
changes format from classic hits to country and changes slogan from 97.5 KDLY to 97.5 The Brand. WKCH FM 106.5 Whitewater, Wisconsin changes slogan from Cool FM 106.5 to Kicks 106.5 FM. WMGV FM 103.3 Newport, North Carolina changes slogan from V 103.3 to Magic 103.3 95.5. KVRQ FM 93.3 Mule Shoe, Texas changes calls to KUXL FM. KARV FM 101.3 Ola, Arkansas changes format from News Talk to Contemporary Christian. KCABAM 980 Dardanelle, Arkansas changes format from Modern Alternative Rock to Adult Hits and changes slogan from Rock 97.1 to Bob FM. KCON FM 92.7 Valonia, Arkansas changes format from Sports to Adult Hits and changes slogan from Arkansas Sports Radio to Jack FM. KWXTAM 1490 Dardanelle, Arkansas changes format from Southern Gospel to Classic Country and changes slogan from Music That Lifts the Spirit to the Bull. KBRQ FM 102.5 Hillsboro, Texas changes slogan from KBRQ FM to The Bear. WNYL FM 92.3 New York, New York changes calls to WINS FM and changes format from modern alternative rock to news. WBIP AM 1400 Boonville, Mississippi changes format from contemporary Christian to country and changes slogan from the Dove WBIP AM 1400 FM 99.7 to the B. WXWX FM 96.3 Marietta, Mississippi changes format from not available to rhythmic CHR. KVAM AM 1630 Fox Farm, Wyoming changes calls to KFBU AM. KFCY FM 88.1 Cheyenne, Wyoming changes calls to KVAM FM. WT South Carolina changes call for WBPB. AM. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. There we go. Great job, Jennifer. Thank you. It's all quiet all of a sudden. All of a sudden, yeah. see that it got quiet all of a sudden there, but we got it. 
Hey, and Jennifer's microphone sounds good now. It really does. Um, it's a very yeah, nice it, mic. Yeah. Did a good job on where she just height height and it's adjust. Mm-hmm. What is the just talk into it? Mm-hmm. What is the uh, brand? Do you know? It's a sure mic. Oh, okay. They always sound good, Bernie. I've, I I don't have one, but I mean, I know yeah, they, they, they do. They always. This is just an Audio Technica mic here, but the Sure mics sound good. Although the Audio Technica mics have a little bit of highs in it, they don't have the, they don't have as much bass. I don't think, but whatever. Uh, I don't know that anybody will really notice notice the difference. You know. And I didn't see anything spectacular in the format changes. We, you know, no. we already knew about the A lot of changes in Arkansas. And uh, well, the yeah, other thing the I'm noticing... The state of Arkansas. Really? The only yeah. thing I'm noticing, Bernie, and, and guys, is that there are stations now that are using what they call uh, uh, fencing for their streams, and they're blocking IP addresses that are not in their listing areas, so they'd have to pay less on the Internet pricing and, and performance royalties. There are stations I know that they, they're streaming... But when I go to try to record them for all things radio, it says wow. uh, smaller stations are starting your area. So be aware that stations uh, wow. smaller stations are starting to use this technology. Hmm. Be heard all over the world. It's a cause. Or they want to be heard all over the world. It's a bragging point that, you know, they can do that when their stream works. That's, this is true. <laughs> we certainly can't say that. No. <laughs> so, anyway, so Jeff, what's coming? Oh, we've got uh, we've got the your sports, yeah. Andy Mutter, yeah. You know, since the Phillies are in the World Series, uh, Jerry made this request. So, and I remembered this guy, and when we get done, Chris will tell us more about him. But this is pure baseball highlights, I think. Um, You you know, this is the World Series, and Perry and you are glued in to the World Series. Was it tied up two games to two? Two apiece, yep. Two apiece, and, you know, the teams seem to go back and forth a lot. So that's That's a good thing, Bill, that we have a game tonight because... Frankly, the football game shouldn't be that good. Yeah. Well, they never have good games on Thursday nights for whatever reason. I don't know if they just put their worst games. They can. You know, it's like some... The speculation was because Amazon was paying so much. But it hasn't really worked out that way. And I think... And I'm going to go to Andy Musser. Of course, and I can remember him... Of course, that was mm-hmm. back in the days when you could get WCAU real yep. clear, and you wanted to pay attention to them. So, you know, the new AM radio, well, like I said, I don't, I went on a trip and I never even took my radio out. What does that <laughs> tell you? Uh, because I've got my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and aren't you the same way, Bernie, if you've got your phone? Pretty much that takes care of your AM radio need if you're going to listen to an AM station? I I am totally the same way. I uh, stopped taking a radio about four years ago anywhere, and uh, it's just because I don't need it. You know, I mean, it's just plain and simple. I don't need it. 
Yeah, and I, I used her radio. It was about five or six years ago on a trip, and I just tuned around to see what the dial was like and everything else. I flew two on the phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm going about to go to Pittsburgh, you know, uh, the next week, and I know what's going to happen because it's happened the last two or three years. I'll do a lot uh, with Miss A, you know, at, at, uh, at Linda's house and so forth. But I and I will check out the Pittsburgh radio, and I'll listen a little bit. Boy, I used to listen a lot, knew a lot more about it. You know, when I come back in a couple of weeks, you guys ask me about it. I might know a couple of things, but I won't know a whole lot because uh, well, the fact is, you can listen to anything. The other you know? fact is that there are just no surprises. Right, that that too. I don't expect any. I mean, no. nothing. I mean, radio doesn't change lately. I mean, there's nothing going on. I mean, no. if I if I was to tell you, I, if I left Albany now and came back a year later, this is the capital of New York State. Nothing has changed. This is a. There are certain t- towns and certain cities where the same people stay and they have jobs forever in radio. And Albany is one of those. And <laughs> like me, well, I don't <laughs> yeah, know, right. Saying, but there's no, but there's no Bernie. There's no change in form. Every radio is the same. I could come to Albany a year from now, and everything, every, everyone would be doing the same thing. When was the last wow. time you listened every, to every radio? city, though? Yeah. yeah. Jeff, when's the last time you had a portable radio with you and listened to one? Uh, I would say about ten years ago. I got to tell you the truth. When I was visiting my sister, I brought my radio up. But then again, um, I realized, and and of course, it was Rockland County, and she lives in an area where the AM reception is horrible to begin with. So it was really was no use to doing it, but. Again, the same thing. Um, I used to go on all these trips when we would go to ham radio conventions um, and bring a radio with me, and that was exciting. But then every, every radio station sounds the same. It used to be fun going out to California. I've been to California a few times, and radio was so different out there. But now it's all the same. It's every, it's everything is... Uh, it is. is, is sure is, There's nothing different in California than there is in Albany, New York, or New York City. Maybe there's some differences, but in reality, it's just just about the same. Hey, maybe this is my rule of thumb. If they're usually too bad to be on the Internet, they're usually a pretty bad station anyway. Not always, but you know what I mean? If, if they can't even make the Internet um, and they don't have a Lady A skill or something. To well, unless that's their choice. You know, yeah, you that's what Bob does on WJIB, and it is a good. It's a station that would do very well on the internet if he wanted to do it, but he doesn't want to do that. Pay that money. Hmm. Well, and it's his choice, so that's yep. his choice. But usually, for the most part, if they're not on, there's usually a good reason. But it's not that you know, not always the case. But still. Um. I can think of one radio station here in Indiana that might be different enough to be on the Internet. But they, if they have been on the Internet before, it's on such a bad stream. They can't even make it. it was w, it's WSLM, and we featured them before. They've never consistently ever been on the Internet. Or if they did, they Which used to. WSLM out of Salem, Indiana. Oh, SLM, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very different. <laughs> I mean, they're different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I noticed today? This has nothing to do with radio, but one of our more notorious or, shall we say, well-known alumnus passed away this week, and I was able to listen to his. Funeral, and this is more and more on YouTube. They broadcast those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't broadcast the alumni, but we can watch a funeral on YouTube. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
And you have a point so, there, Bill. You, you do have a point. But it was on YouTube, and the audio sounded good. But when they got done, but Helen Jackson, two or three artists, they would not be during this funeral. Would that not be? Uh, I'm surprised YouTube let them. That's a good do, question because they're not technically supposed to be able to do that, right? Uh, However, like, I, it, it, yeah. maybe the people are because it is a funeral. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't see them going well, to every funeral if, home. If that were the case, I would have said yeah. that my retirement show was a funeral. Which you still haven't gotten a copy of, Bernie. So. It, it's well, like we always, talk about pirate, about. We, we always talk about pirate radio, and there's not enough enforcement to go, you know, come in with a citizen's arrest and say, you can't play that over the Internet. That's a, you know. And so there's not enough well, people to... YouTube no. is real quick to catch it. Yeah, they are. Are they? Yeah, they are, they and are. so is Facebook. They're real quick to catch it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. And I will tell you, so if, you, if YouTube catches something that's, that, that's out of copyright, they let's say I'm playing a record that's out of copyright, they will actually cut the four minutes of that record or the two minutes of that record out of your recording. So, um, but, they, but they will, if they catch it, but they, but if they don't catch it, they they will get it because someone will complain at some point. So that's how it goes. Yeah, well, let's hear Andy. Yeah. Let's hear Andy Musser, Bill. Let's hear that. This may not be quite as good as last week, but it's something different. And like Jeff says, we want to keep the content fresh. Doc Gooden leads off the oh. inning, and he's hit, and he charges the mound, and he's into Pat Combs. Gooden didn't like it, and now both teams have come out of the dugout. Boy, Gooden reacted in a hurry. Here come the bullpens into the fray. Now, I, I don't think this is going to be one of those things ahead with Cincinnati. This is between the pitchers, basically. Oh, there are some wild sideline fights here, though. <laughs> There's the doctor being restrained. Uh-oh, they're still going at it on the sideline. Off to the side, skirmishes are tough to break up here. Joe West has Dennis Cook in a bear hug. Well, you know, let's face it, there are some guys who just relish in this kind of thing, no matter when they happen and where they happen. Well, it looks like uh, Darren Dalton is upset. He got hit on the leg. It wasn't as though, you know, they were trying to beat him or anything. It just won't. Strawberry gets into this one. It just won't end. Now anything can happen. Oh, yeah. It's a melee now. Oh, boy. Now, they're, now it's out of control. Now you just have to hope that... Some players don't get hurt out of this. Steve Lake hurt himself the last time the Phillies had a melee in Cincinnati. There's still a, a big pile going on over here. It's, it's still very much in... And they're still trying to get Gooden out of there. Charlie Hayes right in the middle of it. Howard Johnson... There goes oh, Strawberry Strawberry's again. at it again. Oh, boy. Oh. oh there, this is a 
shame. You know, they better get the police out there. The police are just standing there. The police are making certain that no fans get involved in this and nobody has come onto the field as yet. Well, you got Gooden and Strawberry who looked like it was over and then, then Strawberry got mad at somebody. It's ironic, isn't it? They were accusing Strawberry of being too placid earlier this year. Well, he certainly isn't tonight. Somebody's down there, and they're, they're still tugging away. Here's, here's the start of it. Gooden was hit on the knee. And Dalton, Dalton got in there on Gooden. Now uh, there's... I think that's Miller piling on from the Mets. Mike Schmidt. Average about 37 home runs a year the last 10 years. And he hits a high fly ball into deep center. Back goes Landro on the track at the wall. Times the leap and can't get it. Home run for Mike Schmidt. That's the 10th home run he's hit against Jerry Royce. And the Phillies have a one to nothing lead. Make no bones about it. He is the franchise, the big man, and you can try to pitch around him and don't let him beat you, but he'll widen his strike zone and do exactly what he did, and there was nothing cheap about that one. Center field, and look at that Phillies bench. They're out in front. The 1-1 pitch, swing, and a towering drive to deep right center field. This ball way out of here. Tremendous home run. Jim Tobey. And this game is tied at two in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Well, I said he didn't give up many home runs, and you made a liar out of me there, and I told Jim Tommy needs to look away and try to hit one to left center, and he just said, the heck with that. I'm going to make a deposit into the right center field bleachers and tie this baby up. The payoff pitch to Tommy. Swing and a drive, deep center field. Going back, Damon. He did it. He did it. Home run, Jim Tommy. We're tied at three. He tied it. He did it. Number 17, Jim Tomey. It's a brand new ball game here in the bottom of the 12. Hit to right field and deep into the corner. Reggie Smith turning and looking, and it's into the bullpen to tie it. So both clubs playing long ball. Luzinski hit a two-run homer in the third. McBride a pinch homer. And you see the frustration, the anger on the face of Roden as Bake McBride has tied it. That's the fourth home run of the game. And Burl launches another one. This one's hit well. Broad is back. And goodbye, Pat Burl. His second home run of the game. Six to one Philadelphia as Pat Burrell delivers two big blows to the Brewers today. Chopper fair ball the off balance ball by Roland great play off balance and he threw a BB over there to third one away fine play by the young man from Jasper Indiana. Second base but. Number 30. Wilton. Both feet off the ground, and I mean he hummed it. Boy, he's strong. He's 
making his third appearance in this series, and Dalton lifts one to deep right. Justice on the run, looking up, home run, Darren Dalton. Dalton's first home run and first RBI in the series. One ball and no strikes. Overall, Jimmy's hitting 241. And he hits it in the air deep to left field. Posednik going back, spun around. He's at the warning track at the wall, and it's gone. The 35th career leadoff home run for Jimmy Rollins. A great start for the Phillies, and they lead it one to nothing. One ball, two strikes to Alfonso, and the anticipation mounts. This year, here comes a 2-2 pitch again. He struck him out. And there it is. Number 300 for the second consecutive year for right-hander Kurt Schilling. And for the second consecutive year, he has done it against the Florida Marlins. Well, I tell you what, he, he's not losing any gas because it was a 97-mile-an-hour fastball that moved away from Kevin Ory. So he did it in style with some absolute heat. Well, there you go. I hope that'll fire you I up for tonight. I don't need drugs. I believe in oh. me and my ability. Oh. I don't, I don't do drugs either. I don't need <laughs> drugs either. I thought, I thought that was gone. Way to believe in yourself. Well, that was pretty good. I, I like that uh, Vince Gully, and I, I don't know all the names of the announcers, but yeah, there were a lot of uh, national. It's basically a totally highlight reel, and I don't think it was all from 1993. There were it was mostly late 80s, early 90s. That unfortunately, uh, Andy Musser, that was of course Richie Ashburn who was with him on that fight. It sounded like it was quite a fight, but they were on TV, so they were basically saying, "Oh, look at that," you know, kind of thing. And the combined uh, thing where, and you're not the last crew to have a radio and TV with the that's right, you know, the Jeff in New York, you know, the guys that go back and forth from radio and TV with the that's right, you know, that the was, Yankees uh, and the Mets. They that's don't do how that everybody anymore. did it, right? They but don't do the, that No, anymore. they don't. So, but the Phillies did. They had Andy Musser and and um, you know Harry Callis and Rich Ashburn and Chris Wheeler, and they would just go back and forth and, and do the games. Chris was more of a color man, and Rich was too, and Andy and, uh, and uh, Harry did the, 
did the um, you know play by play. But Andy's career was very interesting. He uh, did the 76ers. He did the uh, war uh, the uh, not the Warriors the uh, Eagles and uh, you know and the Phillies later and uh, similar to Bill Campbell he did the same kind of thing and so Andy uh, was also on national uh, things. I think he did the morning sports reports on CBS Radio for a while. He did, and now he's involved with the Vegas Stats Information Network, if I'm not mistaken. No, he, well, he's no longer with us. He died in 2012. But, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was still alive. <laughs> uh, maybe, oh, I know. I'm thinking of a different person. I'm sorry. He's phoning yeah, him yeah, in, Jeff. <laughs> he's got some old... He's in charge of the older stats. You know, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, but no. So anyway, but he... That. He did. That's okay. But uh, the thing is, he, uh, he and he did some. Uh, he did a Super Bowl with, and this was a strange thing. CBS Radio, and they didn't have much going, uh, you know, for football. They pulled together like playoff crews, and he used to do some playoff games for them. But one year, and and Bob Tucker had never done any football, and I don't know that he ever did it again. But for some reason, on Super Bowl Seven between the Dolphins and the and the Vikings. They had Andy Musser, who was, had done, uh, not Super Bowls, but he'd done a lot of playoffs for him, doing it with Bob Tucker, tied in for the Giants, who was still an active player. So they did some strange things sometimes when they got the Super Bowls on radio before they got Hank Stram and, and Jack Buck all hooked up and going for years to come. But um, Andy was a very versatile announcer, had a good sense of humor. The unfortunate thing in 1993, uh, of course, the Phillies won the pennant, and they went to the World Series against the uh, Blue Jays. Andy had an eye problem, and he couldn't do the do the series that year. He had done; he had at least gotten to do the World Series in '83. But Philadelphia was the reason that we have the local broadcast that we hear now, because everybody was so mad in 1980 when the Phillies finally won the World Series, and they couldn't hear Harry, Harry Callis and Rich Ashburn and Andy Musser do it. And that was they had such a hue and cry that that's why we have the games on the flagship since since 1981 ah, for the World good. Series. Al, can you un- unmute yourself, please? <coughs> And from Cleveland, Ohio, that is. Parma oh, Heights. Yeah. Heights. Yeah. Parma Heights. Parma, I'm sorry. You're, you're not sure. Yeah, we got another caller from Shaker Heights somewhere else. Yeah, okay. All right. Go ahead. Hey, a quick question uh, about yeah. that uh, fight. Do you remember that fight, Chris? I was. I don't. What, what year did that happen? Well, it would have been the late 80s, early 90s with the people that were involved, you know, with uh, Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. We, we know where they were. and. You know, and obviously the Mets and the Phillies. That was a long fight. I'm sure Mets and or Phillies yeah, I fans. I don't remember so. that because uh, I, I might have remembered it, but I don't. But it, I thought it was worse than the, the beer fight in 1974. Well, that. I don't know about that. That was pretty bad. But, uh, yeah. no, that was a very long for a baseball fight. Baseball fights, usually everybody just chooses a partner and dances around. And this one was a good 10-minute, almost 10-minute fight. Wow. Yeah. That was amazing. And, hey, great. Hey, Andy Wester, the man of a thousand voices. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, he, he had Vince Scully. You got uh, even John Miller was involved. Yeah. yeah. Now there's everybody. Joe Angel was there. I know that. I don't know yeah, if I heard it, John Miller. Wait, John I, I know. I, uh, I know. I heard Joe Garagiola as well. If I'm Joe Garagiola was there. Um, uh, 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 what was it? Sean McDonough, Al Michaels. Yeah, uh, we had a lot of. We had the uh, <laughs> cast of thousands. Before, before I go, Bill, can you feature uh, Ken Coleman sometime? Sure. Hey, he's right after Bob Prince. Right. There you go. And I'd also like to... We got them lining up. Get them all lined up. I'd all right. also thank like to... Thank, the, thank yeah. you, Al. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, All Al. sports all the time. Yeah. That's right. Okay, we got any more... Uh, no, we're... Or what do we got We're here? caught up. All right. So, no, but Andy, Andy was very versatile, and their careers, Bill Campbell and he, were their careers were very uh, 
uh, parallel. They did the same kind of stuff. Bill was on with Bison and uh, Richie Ashburn back in the in the sixties with the Phillies, and then as I say, he did the Eagles before Andy did. So it was kind of a kind of interesting, and they they're both excellent announcers, and they both did talk shows for CAU too. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a show that uh, CAU did. That where Jimmy Dykes, who had been the uh, a manager, a, a baseball manager for the Philadelphia A's and other teams and played for the A's, had a, a show in the like 66, 67. Andy did it with him. And uh, Jimmy Dykes was pretty old, but Andy, you know, would ask him questions about baseball and the fans would call up and talk about the Phillies. And I don't know if you ever heard that one. I know you're not a sports fan, but it was one of the early sports talk shows and they would do it on uh, like Saturday evenings, I think. And it was I do good. remember it only in that I would pass by listening on the dial as I go up and down the AM dial. I do remember that I'm living in the yep. Bronx. You could get WCAU 24 hours a day. So that was yeah. one of those stations you could hear. CAU in the in the 60s was a very good talk station. They had this guy, Jack McKinney, and he could talk about anything. He was amazing. He was a, a sports writer, but he was also, he loved opera. He'd talk politics. He, they called it Jack McKinney's Night Talk, and that was an excellent show. I remember that. So, I, I used yeah. to like Joel A. Spivak. He worked at yes. WCA, but he also right. he also worked in Providence, Rhode Island as well. He at did. Some point, so. He did. I remember him. Yep. Uh, Chris, you're a font of radio history, which I, I, I don't have half the knowledge you have, but then you're twice as old as I am. <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's knocking on the door. That's right. Uh, right. Hey, on seventy's door. Yeah. That's, that's right. right. I'm going to be seventy in January. So that that's January seventh, to be more precise. Oh my God! You gave it away, Bill. You gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have a party for you. We'll Thank you. Come on, let's do. Let's, let's, let's have, have a party, party for some let's, reason. Let's let the gin and tonics have flow a party, like, like water. Like John, Wanda Jackson. Yeah. Let's have a party. That's right. right. That was one of the worst hey, songs I've ever to heard, Los too. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's. She's still around, Wanda. She, I think she's still alive, yeah, if I'm not she mistaken. Is. She's not she in is. good health, but and I hate that. But I didn't like that particular song for Right or Wrong or other oh, I songs. Did. Right or Wrong I liked. I liked that one. Elvis said he really liked that song. He, he said that was one of his favorite I was favorite wondering songs. if she was trying to imitate Brenda Lee a little bit in that song, because she sounded a little like Brenda Lee in that song. Not not Brenda Lee, obviously. but she's Actually, when it came when it came out, they were about the same time. Brenda Lee had only had a couple of hits, but you're right. She had done a couple of rockers, but uh, not too much. Brenda wasn't very well known yet, and they were kind of starting out at about the same time. It was like July and August of 60 when hers came out. Brenda had only been around six months. So they were kind of starting off together, but Brenda had it all over her as far as popularity was concerned yeah that's true she she did but wanda jackson also dated elvis presley i don't know how many dates but they did Who date. Didn't date elvis presley <laughs> well I mean, no. and margaret and you know all kinds of people well hey, speaking yeah. of kids a lot of kids nowadays even adults they don't even know who elvis presley was either so <laughs> there you go all right jeff what are we going to do in 1970 how about traveling to the West Coast at uh, KDAY AM 1580 on the dial in Los Angeles, California? Oh, we're going to now, one Jeff, of the... uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Would they not attend 20 at one point? No, that was KGBS. Mix... Oh, GBS. Okay, I mixed them up. Okay, yeah. And was this a soul station, KDAY? It was sold at one point, but I believe this was a top 40 soul hybrid. And I'm not really sure because all the oldies that this guy played were, so, were, were are, are from, from black artists. Like, for example, you'll hear... Harold Dorman, uh, old the uh, high end mountain of love. You know, well, that's a white artist. Harold Dorman was white. Was he white? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, he yeah. was. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Well, there I blew that one, Chris. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. What did okay. what, what you introduce it? Okay, Chris. With the sports, Jeff. <laughs> I'll with sports. Okay. Why don't I just play it? Just play it, Bill. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it. That's afterwards. a good idea. Yeah. This week in my classic etchick segment, we're traveling back to Los Angeles, California, and we're going to listen to radio station KDAY AM. The radio announcer we're going to hear is B. Bailey Brown, and it's from 1970. I don't have an exact date. Now, I know KDAY AM was a soul radio station, but they were also a top 40 radio station, and I believe this air check provides a hybrid between soul and top 40. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy B. Bailey Brown from 1970 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Sixty-seven oh three Olympics said Katie would be Bailey Brown, baby do the Philly dog. Katie doubles the hit. Weird, strange hour on Friday morning. It's four minutes after five o'clock. Got a song by a guy named Dave M. Edmonds. The Edmonds, Edmonds. Have you been talking long, Brown? No. about that that's an old fat domino song called i hear you knocking but you can't come in got the name of dave edmonds at katie with seven minutes after five o'clock with the amazing b bailey brown charging steadfastly onwards on friday morning joy to the world los angeles weather variable cloudiness today and tomorrow the chance of showers at times mainly in the inland areas considerable sunshine to the coast with increasing clouds late tomorrow high this afternoon near 59 and low tonight around 52 chance of rain 30 percent today increasing to around 50 percent by tomorrow Currently at the Civic Center, 46 degrees. The Valley, 41. Orange County, 44. The beach in Santa Monica, 45. But no smog predicted for the basin today. Isn't that neat? Katie suggests that you shop for a Christmas tree by contacting your local YMCA, which spell WAMCA. Many of the more than 80 WAMCAs of Southern California are selling trees this year, with the funds going directly to youth work. Come in. Go. I don't know what's going on back there. Somebody's slamming a door. All the funds stay right in the community where you buy the tree, and all the workers are volunteers. For information on the WAMCA Christmas tree lot nearest you, phone to Y Branch in your neighborhood. So, wow. Hey, uh, can I can I go home now? What? 50, 53 more minutes? Oh, boy. All right, Barbara Streisand. I was born from love, and my poor mother worked for miles. That's a Laura Nero song with Barbara Streisand's Stony Ends. You've got B. Bailey Brown and Katie at 10 minutes after 5 o'clock on Friday morning. Tom Ball will be here at 6, barring any unforeseen complications. Of course, Tom all uh, just, you know, justifiably falls into that category. Anyhow, it's an unforeseen complication. I can't help it. It's the way he is, right? Uh, get ready for Rock in Review as K-Day presents the Heavy 100 over the New Year's weekend. And you stand by to win in the K-Day Great Gold Giveaway. All you have to do to that is send a postcard to K-Day. 1970, Box 28128 Los Angeles. 1,000 K-Day Great Gold albums are up for grabs and you might get one. song in K-Day Top 10. The president's with 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Who all here? You remember that awful old song? Wow. Bunker Hill. I don't even know. I don't even think we have that. I can see why, too. 13 minutes after 5 o'clock Friday morning. This is Chuck Willis. 1957. It's old funky record time with the B-Bay. C.C. Ryder.
Check you. It's five, number five on the K-Day Top 10. 28 before 6 o'clock would be Bailey Brown. K-Day doubles the hits. Let's hear it for me. Let's don't hear it for me. Tonight at 7 o'clock, Jimmy O'Neill with K-Day's Story Behind a Hits featuring a story behind Put a Little Love in Your Heart by Jackie DeShannon and also the story behind Tracks of My Tears by Johnny Rivers unless I get mad and refuse to do that episode. Pips, Katie. 
You got the amazing B. Bailey Brown charging steadfastly onward across the top of Raspberry Mountain this morning in our Alvarado Street Playhouse. Oh, up on the mountain is exactly where I wanted to spend Friday morning, I can tell you right now. Kate notes that the new full-time students' applications to register for the spring semester at Santa Monica College are now available. Registration will begin January the 14th. Those interested are urged to file as soon as possible because registration is now on a priority basis. Uh, listen, with an attitude like that, they could be located in Beverly Hills with a rich Well, we'd always had the idea of doing some sort of stage musical on Christ. And, You're listening um, to Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber, four or five the writers and producers um, of a rock opera, we Jesus Christ, a superstar. Only that um, if religion has any value at all, then you can treat it any way you like. Jesus Christ! Christ Superstar. Proudly presented by K-Day Christmas Eve at 10.30 and Christmas morning at 9. Jesus Christ Superstar. Judas, must you betray me? Jesus Christ Superstar. A special seasonal presentation of K-Day. All right, give the kid his guitar and let him sock it to it, man. I got 22 minutes before 6 o'clock on Friday morning. Tom Moore will be in at 6, and this is Jose Feliciano. That is Jose Feliciano, and that is called Feliz Navidad. How do you like that, man? I finally figured out the ending of that song. I mean, you know, I was just about ready to revert as a as a punishment to Mr. Feliciano for not letting me know when he was going to quit. I was going to revert to the English pronunciation of his name. Josie Feliciano. Standing on the mountain looking down on a city where the bells are ringing out. That's why I'm so lonely. High on the mountain of love. That is Harold Drummond. Hide on the mountain of love. That is Harold Drummond. 1958. Old and high on a mountain of love. Venice is B. Bailey Brown doubling the hits at KD. Because you're so fantastic, Brown, right? No, because I get paid a lot of money for that. That's why. Liz Damon's Orient Express, a fantastic song on 1900 yesterday. That better be number one next week. I'm going to go kick the music director in the knee. It's 14 before 6 o'clock with the B. Bailey Brown radio program, starring B. Bailey Belligerent this morning. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to make one of my rare disclosures uh, about Tom Moore. Uh, proving once again that this guy is a bad cat, unscrupulous, and the rest of that jazz. Just hold on a minute. Los Angeles weather, variable cloudiness today and tomorrow. The chance of showers at times mainly in the inland areas. Uh, considerable sunshine to the coast with increasing clouds late tomorrow. High this afternoon near 59. Low tonight's around 52. Chance of rain 30% today, increasing to around 50% by tomorrow. <laughs> Currently, the Civic Center, 44 degrees. The Valley, 41. Orange County, 44. The beach in Santa Monica, 45. With no smog in the basin today. Are you ready for that? I am ready for that, as a matter of fact. Katie notes that if you're planning to take classes, 
At the Los Angeles City College in the spring semester, remember to submit your application to the LACC admissions office before January the 8th. And also remember to have transcripts mailed from all the high schools and colleges that you have attended before January the 8th. Registration for classes starts January 4. Get started now on the education you need for your life. Call the LACC admissions office. Right, I got that. I'm going to do that. Yes, I certainly hope so. No, Tom Mall, right? Do you realize what the name Mall, just to show you how people resemble their names? Mall, as defined in Webster's New World Dictionary, to bruise or lacerate, to handle roughly. I told you he was a bad cat. Mean dude. Comes in here and kicks me every morning. He's right in the chair. Tell me there's an angel in your tree. Knocks me out. Selton John from his new album. That's called Burn Down the Mission. Name of the album is Tumbleweed Connection. Tumbleweed Connection? Tumbleweeds don't make connections. Man, I've watched them out there in the deserts of Arizona a lot of times driving around. I never make connections. They just roll around and act silly. Sound like uh, Bo Donovan. 7 before 3 o'clock with B. Bailey Brown. What did I say that for? I just gave myself three more hours. Scratch that last one from the court record, please. 7 before 6 o'clock. I don't even know who I am anymore. These are the Beach Boys. Fun, fun, fun. Well, she got her daddy's car Those are the Beach Boys in 1964. Fun, fun, fun. Katie Gold. For me, great weekend. Three to seven, with Bo Donovan. Added on to his friends as the Bozo. Nobody's known to as the Bill Collector. Enough silliness. Five before six o'clock with B. Bailey Brown and Katie. And we know that the Christmas Clearing Bureau helps hundreds of charities avoid duplication in Christmas giving. For help with your list, call the Christmas Clearing Bureau. It's in the Los Angeles City Hall. Tom Ball just wandered in and said we would have to forego this morning's B. Bailey Brown official kick in the chair because he hurt his foot yesterday when he kicked his dog and the dog turned around and bit him. I don't believe that. No dog is that stupid. That dog could die from something from that, you know. Definitely a very interesting air check from KDAY AM in Los Angeles, California, and the announcement was B. Bailey Brown. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you, Jeff. Very interesting little station. Well, I would yeah. say it's it's different in the sense that you don't see too many all-night people doing this kind of stuff anymore. I mean, it's all voice-tracked, or there's no one on the air after 7 or 8 o'clock at night in a lot of radio stations. So I kind of thought it was pretty interesting. And I got to yeah. hear KDAY. K-D-A-Y uh, they were a soul station later on. They, you're right about that, Chris. Uh, they did so, definitely go to a soul, soul radio format, and I think this was a... I would say it was kind of a hybrid, but maybe I'm wrong about that. But but just listening to some of the oldies they played and things like that, so they I were like the they station. were a top forty station. But they what they realized as people were at that time was you really needed to mix in the old, you know, broaden out the audience. So he went back into the fifties a bit and you know did all that in the Beach Boys. But they were playing all the songs uh, that you'd expect at the end of nineteen seventy. And of course, it was uh, I don't know December. they played uh, a real interesting variety. I mean, yeah, I, I did think they leaned a little bit soul, but then you hear. Uh, not three times. Yep. And and, and, and you heard the album the and you heard the album track from Elton John from Tumbleweed yeah. Connection. Yes, yeah, they burned down the mission. I mean that may I think I believe that may have actually been a single as well. But I mean a lot of radio stations like WABC. I don't think so. That's a pretty long no. song. 
And that the other thing about him was he wasn't really on the big on the map yet. The, your song had not quite come out yet, so people that was a little bit ahead of its time for Elton John. He'd had a little bit of a, whatever that's a love is the opening door. That one that had gotten some play. But yeah, that was all about from it. the same album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did an album yeah. recorded at W uh, at WABC FM, and it was called Eleven Seven Seventy, and it was a live recording of his uh, doing an in studio concert for uh, you know people. It's radio. actually uh, Eleven. 11, 17, 70, because it was uh, the 17th of the month. And uh, okay. apparently that's a pretty good album. I've never heard the whole thing. It is a good album. I don't have it, Bernie, and I'm not as uh, And Chris, thank you for correcting me, because today is um, today is my off day. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love the call it K-Day. And, you know, you hear people from L.A., and uh, when you hear about L.A. radio, they say K-Day this, K-Day that for various reasons. And where there it was way up there at 1580, and how could they ever compete with anybody that way? And, of course, they had no commercials, but it was 5 in the morning. I get that. But Well, I, you know. I heard that their signal was not very good. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be yeah. very good. I didn't get to hear them, but I had friends in California when I would talk on the phone to them back in the 70s, and they play me the recordings of KDA, KDAY. So I got, to, I got to know a little bit about them because the other soul station in Los Angeles was KGFJ. Which uh, we we played years ago on All Things Radio Live, uh, All Things Radio at one at one point. And I love. Did you notice the cheap jingles, Bernie? They got those cheap Pepper Tanner jingles. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. That, that oh thing. yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of Dolphin listeners. That they were big in the Dolphin community. They, you know, um, Dolphins dug them. I, I yeah. love the Pepper Tanner because I had a friend of mine who was a jingle collector years ago. And I was at a wedding, and they were taking a picture of me. And then I said, "Mark, when you take the picture, instead of saying cheese, just say Pepper Tanner." And the guy said, "Oh my god!" Because we we both loved. I love Pam's, and I love, I love jingle collecting, but I also like Pepper Tanner because they were a different sound. They came they came out of Mem- out of Tennessee originally, so uh, they were pretty cool. Then, of course, uh, the, it, Pepper left the group, the company, and it became William B. Tanner. So. That's a little jingle. But he history. was one of those guys that made it up as he went along. You could tell that he like would start to talk about something, and he didn't know exactly where. It would, like I was talking about some of the BG, BZ uh, guys, they would start to talk about something. They say it'll end okay, but I don't know what it's going to exactly be because <laughs> he, he just sounded like he was making it up as he went along. And you were talking about talking up the records, uh, Bernie. He did an excellent job of that. He got right to the oh yeah, right to the I, lip. I, the, you, you couldn't you couldn't even put a cigarette paper between the uh, the intro and the no uh, way, and, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I enjoyed it though. I thought he was very good. I did too. I did too. It's hard to do that kind of run at five in the morning when you've been doing a probably a four, a five-hour show or a six-hour show. That's good. It's, it's tough to keep that kind of energy up. It really is. I got to tell you. Yeah, so. I don't think so. That's what you get paid to do. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Well, in the old days, who knows what they were doing? Because you know the ball players were doing the greenies. You don't know what the DJs were doing. But anyway. Uh, but still, if you're doing the overnight <laughs> show, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, nobody's there. Yeah, nobody's there. That's true. I've done it. I did all nights for a little bit. I didn't. When college, I was doing some all, all night stuff. I wasn't really. I wasn't really in love with it, but I, <clears> I, I, I did it. So you know, you learn to deal with the, the, hours. the guys who were lucky all night were the music till dawn because about three in the morning they could throw on that classical music and go to sleep for about. An oh hour. yeah. <laughs> yes, and, and there's a Linda story about a guy named, falling asleep. There's a guy named Bill Watson who worked at WNCN, and he fell asleep, and the, and the, and the classical record ended, and you kept hearing, oh, yeah, for about an hour later. So, <laughs> now, Walter, we, go ahead, unmute yourself, please. Yes. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty good. I also know that there is a K Bay over there. I don't. That's, I in, that's, San o- that's in San Jose, California. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
but yeah, that 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 sounded pretty good. That yeah, that a day. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Walter. Mm-hmm. Hey, did Jerry have his hand up? I believe he did, but he lowered it. Oh. Sometimes it's hard to keep your hand up that long. It is. That's you true. Tired. Now I it see gets, two hands up. Now I think his hand is. Go ahead, Jerry. Star six to unmute yourself, Jerry. Oh, he knows. He does it often. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Uh, there yeah, you go. Was great. Andy Musser was great. Uh, now you. Now you uh, uh, Boy, Chris, you know more about Philadelphia. <laughs> well, I listen to CAU a lot, and re- remember, for one year, Jerry, they had all four teams. They had the fly because they got the Flyers. And they already had yeah. the Sixers and the and the uh, Eagles and the you know. So they had all four teams, and uh, that was pretty amazing. So I listen to them a lot. Oh, you would need to be Gene Kelly and buy some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, Andy, John- Andy was good. And bring back John Facenda's uh, commentaries. John Facenda, yes. Oh, I got one. This guy's on now, Jeff. You can get on WBCB. Go online and get him. Jerry, you were talking about somebody that's talking through records. How about Jerry Blavitt, the Geeter with the heater? Oh, yeah. Bo- oh, the boss with the hot sauce. Okay, we remember him. He's on from, uh, <coughs> uh, he's on from what is it, uh, 3 to 5 on WBCB. Where's WBCB, Jerry? Levittown. Levittown? Okay. 1490. Okay, cool. All right. All right. For him. How, how old is he? How old is he, Jerry? In his 80s. Yeah, he's got to be. Wow. Okay. All right, Bill. <laughs> Turn it over to you. <laughs> All right, Bill. <laughs> Take it away, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> Unmute yourself, Bill. <laughs> Star six, Bill. <laughs> no, he's he's doing okay. That I was a, that was uh, interesting. By the way, let's let's not forget about Bill Corsair and the Rascals on WCAU. At oh night yeah, Chris and uh, yeah, he was from Providence. He had been on WICE and he was from Providence. You could hear that Rhode Island accent. And he was on WICE as a DJ for uh, quite a number of years as well. And he, he was good. I enjoyed him, too. And of course, oh, no wonder Herm- you couldn't even hear me a second yeah, the, the ago. The mics are And oh, we yeah. also remember Bernie Herman and, uh, and Gene Hart for this hockey and stuff, yep. whatever. So we remember all this stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, Don Earl and Gene Hart, and then before that, Stu Nahan. So, yeah, they had uh, they had a lot of people go through there who did very well, you know, and very. And you, you're right, Bernie Herman was there, and then we've talked about him because he was in Indianapolis. Well, Bernie Herman actually spent some time here. Yeah, wow, a lot yeah, of time here. Jeff, I'm going to teach you a new keystroke next week. All them. That, oh, I'm, I can mute. Yeah, I can that mute. Myself. Mu- that mu- no, I'm just kidding. But that mutes everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I think I'll start doing that when they star six. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, I, just everybody oh tells everybody that, and it's like everybody kind of already knows. But you know, people just you gotta say something. Yeah, but you, but you have to have something to say while they're unmuting themselves. That's correct. <laughs> I get it. All right. Well, anyway, thanks like to the fifty-eight degrees. 58 it's 58 in altoona it's 58 in altoona yeah so anyway exactly yeah so thanks to the panel thanks to everyone thanks for the people participating just a big thank you 
And now I'm going to hit the switch, Jeff. What are we going to do on this? We're going to hit the last day, the last, the day before the last day of WNYL, in the day the music sent, or the time the music essentially died on 92.3 well, in it, New York City. It had died a long time ago, or they wouldn't be at this point now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it had died a while ago because it was down in the... They, they actually didn't have that format too long because I heard a thing, and I think they started in like 18 for that format. Is that right, uh, Jeff? I think, well, they had it. They were classic rock, and they've been alternative rock. So they, they said for seven or eight or nine years before. Oh, that long, okay. So I'm not okay. really sure. But One I, of the people in the morning show, because I heard an air check from the morning show, and she had gotten there in 18 as a midday person. And then got on the morning show, so I thought maybe that's around when it started. But, but they, they've been a little of everything, but uh, they, they were the ones that, they, when they were WKTU, when they were Disco 92, WKTU in 1978, they, oh, yeah. that was the station that, 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 that gave WABC a run for its money, and that really was the end for WABC. And I have some air checks of them from that year, so we'll try to get and those on. And they were K-Rock, and Howard Stern was there. So. Right, oh, yeah. and then they were Amp, Amp 92.3 as well. So they, they did sure that went nowhere, thing. went nowhere here. And, as, and was, as I said before, uh, they were Spanish, where they were WHOM, AM, and FM for many, many, many years as well, With uh, as, as I told you earlier before the show. so Where was their AM? Their AM was on 1480. Oh, oh okay, yeah, I knew there was a station. In 1480 AM and 92.3 FM. Later, the Spanish, yeah. a, the AM station became a top 40 Spanish, top 40 station called Radio Heat, WJIT. And then they, mm-hmm. began, then they became WZRC AM, and they were doing that Z-Rock format, which I have, which I loved. I really loved all the production and stuff on that particular format that was based out of a Texas satellite format. Mm-hmm. But they were really good, and they didn't disguise that. And we've got an air check of them as well. So. Well, if they can't make it now... You know, it's, it must be that frequency or something. Well, I don't think that they really cared as much about the ratings for them. But when they saw the opportunity to put WINS on the frequency, which would make them a hell of a lot more money than they were making with, with, uh, WX or with WNYL, they knew yeah. the point that it was time to That's make the true. switch. Yeah, they had a reputation for being on the downside. So anyway, we'll listen to this and thank you very much. Okay. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to New York City and we're going to hear the end of an era in New York radio. You'll no longer hear music on 92.3 since now WNYL is no more and is now WINS-FM, simulcasting the all-news format of WINS-AM. So without further ado, let's hear how WNYL said goodbye to New York City with their radio announcer Brady on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 92.3 K-Rock. DuckDuckGo Studios. This is WNYL at WNYL HD New York. As we get ready to move to 92.3 HD2 and the Odyssey app, we're flashing back to some of the best songs played on 92.3 FM over the past 34 years. This hour, hear alternative music from 92.3 in 1989. For this hour, welcome back to 1989. It was the year that this cartoon started airing on Fox. You may have heard of it. It's called The Simpsons. Also, you got to see Beetlejuice become Batman this year. And this song from Cult was all over the radio. Firewoman is on Alt-92.3. 
90s bands you love are all on Alterna 90s. Hear music from Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, Garbage, and so many more. Search for Alterna 90s on the free Odyssey app. This just in. Just a few days till Alt 92.3 moves to HD2 and the Odyssey app. But before we move, we're playing some of the best music from the past 34 years. This hour, hear alternative music from 92.3 in 1989. Good to hear Jane's Addiction on 92.3, right? Uh, my name is Brady, and every single hour today we are celebrating alternative music here in New York City. Every hour is a different year. This hour we're focusing on 1989, which uh, actually, in 1989, this station, while it was 92.3 K-Rock, was actually a classic rock station at the time. Wouldn't be for another seven years when management here decided, you know what, New York deserves a uh, an alternative rock outlet. And uh, January 1996 is when the station signed on. And one of the signature artists to come out of 92.3 K-Rock, of course, was these guys. They got their start in the late 80s. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Higher Ground, it's on Alt 92.3. Reach out and touch faith. This hour, hear alternative music from 92.3 in 1989. Yeah, I just wanted to say I'm going to miss you guys. I've been listening to you the last couple of years in the afternoon. I'm going to miss you guys, and I wish you, you know, you were staying, you know, and I wish you the best of luck, and damn that 10-10 wins, man. What? You you mean you don't want all news all the time? <laughs> no. I you just got to give them 22 minutes, and they'll give you the world. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I got that on the AM station. I don't need it on the FM station. Oh. Well, don't worry. I'm actually going to be sticking around for the new 1010 wins. I'm going to be the guy in the background that actually makes the uh, the breaking news sound effects. So you'll hear me every now and then go. <laughs> this hour, hear alternative music from 92.3 in 1989. time you heard indigo girls on the radio holy crap probably 1989 actually uh what's going on my name is brady we are celebrating alternative music this hour we're focusing on 1989 and actually another band you probably have not heard on the radio since 1989 xtc mayor of simpleton it's on all 92 We're getting ready to move over to 92.3 HD2 and the Odyssey app. But before we do, check out some of the best songs you've heard on 92.3 FM over the past 34 years. This hour, hear alternative music from 92.3 in 1989. Here, 
Did I ever think I'd get to play Concan? I beg your pardon. And I am just so glad on my second to last day on the radio in New York, I finally got to. <laughs> Look at that. Great song. Anyway, uh, it's Alt 92.3. My name is Brady. And uh, yo, what's up, man? Hey, Brady. After uh, RXT went off the air, I never thought Alternative would be back in New York, but you brought it back. Really upset about this. And the last time I was this upset is when LIR went off, but K Rock was around at the time, so it wasn't as big of a loss. This is a big loss this time. So I don't think we're going to get this music again in New York ever. I honestly don't think so either, which is why one of the big reasons why we're celebrating yesterday and today with uh, you know playing all these all these songs by year, you know, just kind of flashing back and, and playing songs one final time. Hey, you sound great. Man, you, it was a great show. I listened every day. I was so happy when Alt 92.3 came. I bought HD radio to hear K Rock on the chat on the HD2 at the time. But now, you know, when you went to HD1, I could hear it in the car. It was great. But it's just it's just a loss. And there's nothing like uh, the music you were playing. I don't think we're going to hear it again in New York ever, unfortunately. But I wish you the best of luck. I hope you're still going to be on in Detroit because I'll try to stream you there. Yeah, man, I'll still be uh, I'll still be on there, and I'll be on in other stations too, Seattle. So if you uh, want to still put up with me, I'll be on afternoons. Uh, uh, you know, I'll be doing the show from here, obviously, but uh, I'll be on Alt 98.7 in Detroit, so you can stream that station on the Odyssey app, and it'll be like, you know, nothing ever changed, sort of. I, I'm definitely going to listen. Like I said, you did uh, radio like real DJ. Like, you, they don't do it that way anymore, and you did it like really interacting with the listeners, and it's really going to be fit, so really appreciate your show. I still will sleep you in the car when I can, when I run out of data, <laughs> and uh, you never know, man. We'll keep my hopes alive. Maybe the Alfred will return in the future in New York. Fingers crossed it'll return, and only to be taken away a couple years later again. Crazier things have happened. <laughs> Studios. This is WNYL and WNYL HD New York. As we get ready to move to 92.3 HD2 and the Odyssey app, we're flashing back to some of the best songs played on 92.3 FM over the past 34 years. This hour, hear alternative music from 92.3 in 1990. And for this hour, welcome back to the year 1990. Minimum wage is $3.80. The greatest movie in the history of ever, Tremors, came out in theaters. And DNA decided to do a mix of a Suzanne Vega song about a diner on 112th and Broadway. Alt 92.3. Today's biggest alternative songs are all in one place. Alt now with new music from Imagine Dragons, The Killers, Weezer, and tons more. Search for Alt now on the free Odyssey app. Well, there you go. The ending days of radio station WNYL-FM in New York City, Alt 92.3. It really is a shame that Alternative Rock radio station is not going to be airing in New York City because there is a valuable audience for Alternative Rock. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a feature station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. 
Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.